Uh, there's only room for one flannel in this set, uh, Tyson. Why, who, oh, this is not a traditional flannel. Dude, that's Harley Davidson. That's Banana Republic. Banana Republic, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've never stepped foot in that store in my life. And VellnersFreeGear.com. I'm guaranteed. Look at free sweatshirt, free shirt. Looks like a free haircut. <laughs> one, of my, uh, one of my buddies from school cuts a bunch of my friend's hair for like five bucks. Buy him like a six pack of beer and I'll cut your hair. I take the six pack. How much? Um, it's like a, here's a six pack of bush beer. Like accelerometry, bush light, like biometric stuff. Does like heart rate, a few different things. Yeah. Patrick, you're, this is the third time you've been in here. How much? Um, we've never had anyone in here three times. Yeah. PR. Moving up. Third time? What was the first? We just did the events thing on Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here. How much of the conversation is forced and how much is natural? From my end or from your end? Like, does it feel like from yeah, your the end? Yeah, the feel. The feel. No, you don't have to point. You don't have to do any of this. <laughs> well, yeah. he's forced and he's faking it. I don't know what he's doing. Why he's even in here. Mission accomplished. Um, no, it's good, actually. It flows pretty well. You guys do a good job. It's sort of the you don't even know where things start and when things finish. Because you kind of have to be talking all the time. Yeah, the one thing I will say is that occasionally um, thoughts don't get finished because you'll, you'll be moving down a road and then all of a What do you think about our graphic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. right you, you start talking about something and then that could be five to ten minutes or like there's someone telling a story and has an end point in sight and then it gets derailed somewhere along the line and then you just move off and continue on that tangent so this thought somebody might have been super into it going hey oh i'd like to hear how that story ends but never does um so i think that is our most common feedback yeah, I'd say that happens occasionally, and I mean, it, yeah. I'm sure it happens on every podcast. But I, I think I think that's that, how conversation. Oh no, is. only the good podcast that happens on. I think that most mimics like conversation. Just say that's right? how conversation is. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, and if you, you have to do that. You <laughs> okay. have you kind of have to do that because some people. My thought is this: there's a percentage of the people who who want to hear the story, the end of the story, but then there's a a huge percentage who like half the time are getting bored. Well, yeah, I, mean, I like it when Matt says, "Hey, are we going to land the plane on this or not?" Right. <laughs> that's the signal. That is actually that's a Matt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, speaking of me, I've got a little housekeeping to do. Um, speaking the, of me, ever since since last um, Monday, I started cleaning up my diet. Mm -hmm. I have um, I wake up in the morning now, my inflammation's down, my back doesn't hurt. I drank on Saturday night. You guys might have known, might have seen me. I woke up Sunday morning. I was my, at that party, I and saw my you. back was on fire when I woke up. And when I don't, when I keep on the straight and narrow, no dairy, no grain, no sugar, I'm fine. I mean, alcohol is inflammatory. Correct. Know. That's what I'm saying. So I woke up the next day yeah. and my back hurt. And when I don't do that, not as much pain. I thought who, it was who great. Knew, who knew drinking's not the best thing for you? I know. I, I finally figured it out. I thought it was great for your personality. It might not be so good for your back, but it does wonders. Not your so good for your inhibitions either. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. I mean, balance, right? Hey, Pat, you, I'll you take like, it. You like how you're I mean, that's fine though. Like, I'm not. It's, it's a conversation with four people. Like, you can't. Uh, you can't drive a ship all the time. I'm having trouble hearing Tyson's. I, I actually think. Oh, I think he go. fixed it now. Okay, I think yeah. I'm good now. There you go. Um, now you can't hear me. There will be complaints for that. Uh, Fakowski posted something on his uh, Instagram. The Instagram algorithm is fucked.
They've been tweaking with it lately. I oh think. my god! Like three days after the UFC fight, they send me like in my in my algorithm will pop up. Hey, mm-hmm. watch the fight tonight. I'm like, are you kidding me? That yeah. was three days ago. It's starting to get a little too convoluted. Um, oh, I saw somebody sent this directly to my DMs this morning. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one that got I got tagged in, and it's the same green screen thing except in the background it's it's myself and Emily Abbott's heads like superimposed on these two people dancing by a pool and they're just they're going for it like it's awesome <laughs> and it's hilarious so i like i'd like hey, to see more of emily abbott on the show she's good she's good shit has she ever been on the show she has not oh i mean she has in <clears throat> spirit and in photos mm-hmm. brent yeah. is one creative dude well he sort of and i think in this one he just put up a video this video with green screen and then yeah. just said hey fans like what should i put, put whatever you want on yeah. the green screen so what is that? Thing? Leave it's it like up a, to everyone it's else. It's like a, a paper shooter, like a money gun. The money, there's a money so gun. Anybody who's shooting a money gun, you know. Yeah. We're um, <laughs> we're here with Patrick Vellner, uh, Matt Bischel, Tyson Oldroyd, Eric Maciel, Maciel. That's good enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hardly responds anymore. Vellner's been here at CrossFit HQ for a few days. Uh, this is our third time in the room with the microphones. We're starting off the morning a little slow. It's earlier than normal, and we're looking at a video that um, uh, uh, what's Fikowski's first name? Brent. Brent. That Brent Fikowski uh, put out on Instagram, and, and it was him shooting a money gun with a green screen, and he's asked the public to put someone on the green screen, and, and one of the first people there is. Uh, Pat Vellner, struggling. Are you gonna beat this this guy um, in two thousand eighteen at the CrossFit Games? Hope so. I mean, do you think you can? I'm sure I can, but it's not. I can't. Con- there's a lot of things you can't control, right? It's like anybody would tell you. You need to you need to have a good week, and you need to be as prepared as you can be. And you, like I said, you got to run a good race. Do you, what percentage of that is do you, do you point at the events? Like I, I want to be very transparent. Whenever I hear athletes say that, I judge the shit out of them, and I think they're losers. That well, no, because I mean you can you can have events that are great for you, but if you don't perform well, like that's still what I mean. But like running a good race is like you can you can execute an event that's directly in your wheelhouse very poorly, and whether that means like you took a, like a sixth place instead of a first place, but you sacrificed a bunch of points, or being like I took a twentieth instead of a tenth, whatever, but those sort of things add up over the course of a five-day competition and so regardless of of how prepared you are how fit you are at the end of the day it's competition it's not about the fitter you are the better prepared you are the, the better you increase your chances and you 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 swing the odds in your favor but you that's why we run the race like by the by the numbers like you could predict who's going to com- finish him wherever but like you have to have the race because things happen. Like, but what I'm suggesting is the events don't affect. And I haven't heard you say that actually. You're taking full responsibility in terms of. Well, because yeah, the events game the time. events affect things. But I, I'll have events that are good for me and events that are like not the best for me and maybe a little better for somebody else. But the point being that you just have to like if I know this is not an event that I'm I'm looking at a top five finish. Like be realistic with yourself. What 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 is it? Like I don't walk in every event going like I'm gonna fucking win this one. Like that's that's silly. If you do that, you're gonna you're gonna blow up. You're gonna make bad decisions, and it's gonna affect your your competition. I think Matt does that. I say, do you think there are any any athletes who do? Matt does that. Who do think that they can win? Yeah. Well, a better question. Do you every think event. do you think the majority of athletes do that or not? Another way. Do you think the more majority are like my mentality of being? No, they walk into the event thinking they can win it. I think I think a lot of people might say that they do. I think very few would really believe it. 
I think that there's a, there's a certain aspect to the trying to like trick yourself into like firing yourself up and saying, Hey, yeah, like I got this mm-hmm. when you know full well that like, you're not the best athlete suited to win this event. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with admitting where you, where you lie in a certain spectrum. Mm-hmm. There are events that I can win. I wouldn't say it's easy to do. No, it's not. But like, that's like, that's, I think part of being realistic and, and being realistic is the first step towards gearing your training in the right directions. It needs to be gearing your competition in the right place it needs to be because I mean if I if it's not an event that I'm ever going to win like for instance let's say like a, a, a there's an event that comes up that's all swimming like no no surprise I'm not going to be the best swimmer I can't sit there and be like oh man like that first place got away on that one and like beat myself up over it like be realistic about where you're going to be and then oh maybe things go a little better than you even expected or like maybe a little worse whatever but you can move on from that and build on it. If you always are expecting to be in the top percentile of everything, like you're going to have a, a really tough time regrouping for the next event all the time, I feel like. Matt Matt thinks he can be win every event. Yeah, and I mean there's something Would you say that's accurate? I mean that, that's, that's, that's what like I'm that. getting from. I don't from think him. he does. You don't think so? No. Oh. I think he he might put on that image and he he wants to, like he wants to win every event, but I don't think that he actually thinks he will win every event. I think that there's certain things he just knows that so and so is, but for to his credit, what he's really good at is he might say, okay, like Sev, I know you're better at this. Like this is just a, a better event for you, so I'm gonna try to stay close to you, right? And then he generally does. So say this is an event that he's maybe gonna run away with, but maybe he finishes third or something like that because he just like he picked the right rabbit to chase and made the right decisions along the way, and then he's just like he, he comes across the line and doesn't give up points. Right, like gives up ten points to some guy who is in twentieth, and it doesn't really matter. It right. doesn't affect the overall competition. He's so, so angry when he gets second place. He's so frustrated. Yeah, it's fun to see. Uh, <laughs> I've heard athletes say that anyone can win the game. It's like that's I, I get, I'm I'm trying to. I feel like I still haven't. We haven't talked about exactly what I'm trying to point at. I don't think every athlete can win the games. I don't think all out of the forty people there, or fifty men that are there, and fifty women that are there. I think only five have a chance. And by and and then I'd say maybe more than five, but I I agree with you that I don't think everyone can. Uh, Really? Can can we see these this year's top ten? Yeah, finishers. I feel like maybe more than that have a chance, but some need more things to align than others. And that's what I mean about like your training. Your training sways the odds. Like the more prepared you are for all kinds of different sweared situations, the fitter and 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 more preparation you've done. You gen like you, you do control your own luck to a certain degree and you can make yourself more prepared to deal with situations. So you're saying the events actually have um affect the outcome? Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah I, I think don't, I think you've seen that at like I don't think so. Regionals. Yeah. Um I think there's one or two games where I feel like it it, it, it and, and maybe this is just because I I'm in denial that those people were the fittest that year, but a couple of years I've seen people on the podium that made me go, hmm. But here's the, the thing. So, so, so maybe it's not first place. Like maybe first place is first place regardless. But look at like maybe fifth to tenth, and maybe that's where it was like, holy, like where did these guys fall into there? And they, and some people had some series of great events that aligned for them. And again, you still have to execute the event very well. It's right. like having a, an event that on paper is good for you means nothing. Right. You need to show up and 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 perform on that day at that time when they say go, and there's no redo. Like it doesn't matter. Like that's the difference between at the regionals or at the games is that competition environment affects certain people differently. And I, in my opinion, competition is a skill in and of itself. Like the more you compete totally. and you practice that skill, 
you become better at it. it like like hurdles or little hiccups in the competition don't phase you as much you're able to move on and and build on generate momentum and carry that through the course of competition and that sort of stuff especially in a long event it takes it, it makes a huge impact on on how the the event runs so i think there's a lot of truth to that it may not affect first place but if you do look at regionals like last year there were some people who you didn't see back at the games and you have to kind of ask yourself well is it because there wasn't the heavy barbell events to give those people the like give me an example one person uh i while you think I'm of, not going to do that. While you think of that, let me tell you this. So you got Cody Mooney. Uh, what's that guy's name? Paulson? Tim, yeah. Tim yeah, Paulson. T-Rex. And, Pal- and Palimbo? Yeah, Mike. Palimbo. Like, none of those guys were going to... None of those guys were going to make the top 10 at the games, right? Uh, no no Mooney, fucking chance. Mooney's impressive, man. Mooney's a good athlete. He is. So he's a great athlete. Thing, is like you look Let's at see where they... In, keep scrolling down, Eric. Let's see where one of those guys pop up. I was actually going to say the top 15. I think 19th is Tim after the change. Oh, 17th, Cody Mooney. Yeah, Cody Mooney and Tim Paulson. Right like, there. is there anyone? Keep scrolling down. Tell me if you see anyone that surprises you that they're down there. Like, as far as I thought they would have done better. Yeah. Well, Josh is there. Is James it? Newbury, twenty oh, sixth, and maybe Rob Forte. Forte. Yeah. yeah, that's the one that jumped out at me. Um, yeah, I feel like Forte does well in like. But like James ran aren't... away with his regional, right? The games aren't twenty fifth is not awesome. No. Like I would have, I would have expected him to do a little bit better than that. I think he had same issue, like. A couple took a couple hits and then couldn't couldn't get back into stride. James. Well, he was yeah. only weighing eighty seven pounds at the games. I mean, damn. Like, I mean, you're not gonna win with body damn. weight like that. No, yeah. good point. Lost something in conversion. <laughs> yeah, kilos. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, keep going, Eric. I don't. I, who, I don't even know who that is. Zeke Grove. Can I see a picture He's of that guy? Aussie what about this guy? guy? You think he would have done better? He's an Aussie guy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about. No, him. no, Patzer. I know he didn't do super great the year before. No, but... Elijah Muhammad seems like he's in the good spot. Mitch withdrew. Yeah, Alec, I mean that... like Alec again is a guy that like I think on paper has all the tools, and then just something went awry. Totally, it was his first go at it. Too. Exactly. So I don't know. I mean, he 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 had some questionable calls throughout the day. He was getting. I remember on the obstacle course, he got hit yeah. on the one cargo net, and I mean that's an elimination event. Like you're out. That's right. Sucks. But that was it. Like, that was your event. And that's unfortunate because I think that's an event where he could have probably picked up some speed again and put himself, like, right at the ship for the rest of the competition. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. I mean, and those sorts of things happen. And it happened to me last year. And you don't – you have to be able to right the ship and get yourself back on track because, like, momentum's a real thing. And the way you you can confidently attack an event uh, will impact your outcome for sure. So that's sort of tough. You see it happen to certain people. And I think Alec had a bit of that. Graham, Graham Holmberg didn't qualify this year for the games. I'm assuming he tried. He was on the demo team. Yeah, I think he was at regionals. Is, yeah. he, is, that, is that it? Has the sun set on him? Well, no, because he lives on through me. You know, People tell me I, that I look a lot <laughs> okay. like Graham Holmberg. But, um, the hair, man. I've seen the hair. I don't know. Again, I don't know much about Graham. And I've met him a handful of times. And I don't know how he trains or what he does in the meantime so it's tough to predict things like that I I don't safe very safe can you go up to the top again Eric (laughs) political Uh, when you see those names we know Ricky's not coming back to the games this year um, and you see so you see Matt Frazier Brent Fikowski Patrick Vellner Noah Olson um, Bjork Carl BKG Goodmanson Um, has the sun set on Scott Panchik 
<laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know if so. it ever will. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I'll retire and it'll be like ten years later. Scott still Scott's still going to be in fifth place, <laughs> and it's like every he's, year. he's a guy that he's a staple in that top ten. I would love to see Scott if he when if and when he decides to like stop competing and, and do something else. I would love to see him finish on a podium. Me too. I think it would just yeah. be storybook. Like he need like yeah. there's no one who deserves it more. And like in terms of showing consistency across tests over time like he's just like the prime example of like the guy mm. he's never been outside of fifth sixth he's holding <laughs> down the fort and he's okay. an affiliate owner and he's got two brothers i love scott he's let's not easy... have him up there and, and i think my he, he bad morning be projected the, onto him i think he wants to compete at the game <laughs> take that a cup of coffee drink, dude, drink that coffee faster <laughs> i finished my cup take scott Here, down take i'm gonna mine. start i don't want to say anything bad about him i like him too much <laughs> i just saw him um, he's an easy dude to like who can who would win in a competition um the Panchik brothers or the Smith brothers? That's a good question. Three on three. Do you have a... Uh, well, I think they have actually competed against each other at Wadapalooza in Team of Three. So you could actually check uh, that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I think the Pancheks beat them. Wow. Does that surprise you? Uh, not really. Because I think that... Oh. The tw- like the... I don't know. Pancheks are, are very good. I keep hearing Dane Smith is going to be like the next big thing, but I think he can't stay healthy. Is that the he little one, Little hurt. Smith? Yeah. <laughs> little I think one. He, he's, he's has some injury problems, so it'd be fun to like, I think it'd be fun he's to see. stout. Yeah. It'd be fun to see them like, you know what I mean? Like go to the, the Atlantic Regional and, and see like three Smiths qualify for the games would just be wild. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, the Central is going to be a lot harder, I think, that region. I, I, that I think it was Saxon finished just outside the top five. At, yeah, um, but Spencer didn't Central. make regionals, I don't think. That's, he was on a team. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Those two are twins? The little pan chicks? I think so. Yeah. 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 They we all did, have we the same mouth, hey? Years ago. Exact yeah. same mouth. Yeah. And I hear the same mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> Consistent um, across the board. When you look at that leaderboard, is there anyone new you think is going to make that top five this year? Top three. Let's say top three. Is it going to be you and Fakowski and Fr- Fraser again? From the games leaderboard? Yeah. Um, is there is there any okay? But the thing is, this is what I mean about saying like who has a chance in the top ten. Like Ben Smith is right seventh, mm-hmm. Scott's in sixth, Bjorkman's been on the podium. Like Noah had a huge shot this year. Like Brent's gonna be great for the next bunch of years. It looks like like Matt's undeniably good. Koski always has like a few small hiccups, but is one of the only other guys to ever wear the leader jersey since Matt started. Like there's guys that are legit. Logan oh. Collins was unbelievable this year. Like. Let me see Logan you know Collins. I mean? I'm like, having trouble picturing who that is. There, uh, he's won the South Region. Like there's, then like everybody in like in the top ten as far as I'm concerned. The difference between first and tenth is a matter of seconds and a matter of like one or two reps, right? Um, oh fuck! Finish the clean ladder though. Yeah, really. I mean, he's, he's a very unassuming guy, right? Yeah. He just looks kind of generic to me. Like I don't want to say forgettable, but I don't recognize him. Yeah. He's been to the game twice. I don't recognize him. Yeah. Yeah, he dominated the South Region at Regionals. And, uh, That's a cool one. He was the only guy to, where well, he won the Fibonacci final at the games. Oh, he did? Yeah. He was the only guy to finish, other than Matt kind of finishing, but not really. What do you mean? What do you mean? Matt didn't finish the event. But what do you mean, kind of finishing? Because he, like, he like crossed the line as the horn went, but like didn't hit the platform. So he, he had finished the work, basically. Oh, but he finished, he won his heat, right? Yeah. He didn't finish that? He didn't get the finish for that? No, he, got, he technically got capped because I think he didn't hit the platform before the horn. Wow. Uh, Did you watch like, him? In that final event, he was really um, 
doing some trippy shit. You know what I mean? Like he had won. Yeah, yeah. He was really pacing himself. Did you notice any of that during the no. event? No. No, because I was running a different race, right? Like he's running a completely different race at that point than anybody else on the competition floor. But like I'm trying to make up points, like hold off Noah, make up points on Ricky, like try to beat Brent. Like there's there's a few people in your in your view that you know you're racing and everyone else is kind of just noise. Like you're trying to create separation between certain athletes and that's like that's cool. that's generally how i look at competition floor like i don't i'm not trying to win every event outright and like go maximum effort full steam ahead at all times you need to be aware of what you're doing and like i'm super aware of who who is on the floor and where they are and where they need to be relative to me and i think that those are like that's kind of an important skill in my opinion in competition like that's a competition skill that maybe people start to get to start to attain after a lot of competitions but uh a lot of people don't see it that way because it's just like crossfit's just like it's exercise for time right like go go as hard as you can go but that's not necessarily it's a race it's cool it is but like it's also especially in certain like the games it's, it's a 15 event race like if i i don't gain much by like sacrificing the body on one thing for like a three point break when I can maybe win the next event or do something. And you have to make decisions over the course of a weekend that are going to try to like steer that, you towards. That's why you took it yeah. so easy on event one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like crap both my legs up. I figured I wouldn't need them for the rest of the weekend. And I was seriously wrong. Uh, do you have any tattoos? No. Are you I gonna... heard if I wanted to be successful, I needed to get tattoos. Are you going to get any? <laughs> I have nothing against them. I just have nothing that really I think feel like I want or need right now. You have any second suggestions? Or? I don't have any tattoos either. Do you have recommendations for me? I would, if I were you, I would get the Popeye um, tank on your bicep. <laughs> yeah, that's got like a tank on top of a tank on top of a tank. You know that, and like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like Mickey Mouse on the back right shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll put it into consideration. Anything from over here? That's, that's the one. That, uh, hey, you, I'm just gonna recommend you go to the same artist that that Matt went to. <laughs> okay. In Italy. No, I I played. Oh yeah. Like, I don't I, think I have. I don't think I can pull the strings to get him with that guy. It was like playing water polo growing up. There was like the guys. They were older. They could get tattoos, and there were always the super weird ones in the water, and you always noticed them. Weird ones in the water. How yeah. so? Like a Mickey Mouse tattoo on your back right shoulder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A guy gets out. Of well, the, the tattoos were weird. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the guys with tattoos were weird guys no, no, in the water. No, no, like, no. and I'm like, what do you mean? They're That's the way I heard it too. I'm gonna go with both. Tattoos are a funny thing. I digress. Hey, Tyson. Think, think, think long and hard about what you want. Why you want it? That's what I mean. Like, I just there's nothing I'm that passionate about that I want to be like, yeah, you know what? Let's do it. I mean, there's not like so not to say that I wouldn't do it if i had the right thing would you ever get a tattoo i I will get a tattoo when i'm in my 70s get a neck tattoo i'm gonna get a battleship on my chest (laughs) firing cannons with skeletons with swords on the deck (laughs) that's pretty cool hey (laughs) thank you i am gonna do it commission a good or if my kids do anything fucked up just get your kids like if my if my kid comes home with a fucking like pierced ear or some shit or a tattoo or something you're gonna get a face tattoo or something i'm gonna get a fucking prince albert I'll put a needle right through my dick and walk around the house like, I'm like, what, you think that's cool? I'll one-up your shit until you fucking never do anything like that again. I'll get a mohawk. Put you know what hey, I mean? Put the fear. Hey, no, yeah. if, they're, if they're those kinds of kids, they're just going to laugh at <laughs> you. <laughs> Look at this dumbass. These are valuable parenting no, They'll tools. keep gonna, doing it just I'm gonna to see what you do pocket. for the one-up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, What's I'll next? just get a tiny tattoo, see what dad does. <laughs> is this what is this what your parents did to you? They'll, Sorry, they'll, they'll no, they should have. They should have because I held my parents to a really high standard and they lived it. And um, <laughs> you held your parents. There's to your a high chest standard. tattoo. 
Uh, is that Michael Dalton? <laughs> it does look like a Dalton. Tattoo. That's I like that. You know what I always want? Drinking you know, IPAs. Look at those things. When I was a when I was a kid, I always wanted a fem uh, a nude black and white female on my forearm. Yeah. And that would be another thing I'd do. I put put if you guys do anything fucked up as kids, like I like anything, I'm gonna get a fucking nude of your mom on my forearm. <laughs> and then you'll have to see it. Yeah, and you'll his have mom to see cool it every that? day. I Haley will do whatever. <laughs> I wear the pants. <laughs> No comment. Man, I was gonna say, Matt, you no anything to add? Uh, you know, we did a we did a episode with uh, Brooke Entz, mm -hmm. and it kind of got um, it, some of the things that she talked about crossed over with some of Matt's life. Mm -hmm. We haven't aired that episode yet. I've heard things. I nothing bad. No, no, I don't think it's bad. I heard it's great. I oh, it it's great an amazing show. episode. I mean, I think it's great. You know, no one dies in it. Um, I call that I'm in itself that, one. I'm glad the standards that in itself there. a success. Yeah. But I, that's, that's where we're holding the line <laughs> yeah. these days. Hey, that's huge. Every show is a, a roaring success. Who's the Who's the greatest CrossFitter of all time? Right. I think Matt is Matt. Uh, and, and by Without all time, I mean you take all the fittest. You take all the games winners from <clears throat> James Fitzgerald, Jason Kalipa, Rich Froning, Graham Holmberg, Matt Fraser. I was, I was, I was, we were, did I, I miss was, anyone? The only Canadian to ever win. OPT. Yep, I think I said him. No. Um, you're saying Matt, Matt you put all those guys See, in their the, prime the, in, the a, in a pot. The question is, it depends what you're asking. Cause I'm punditing. I'm punditing. Like what, def what defines the greatness? Because um, there are people who, who change the sport, as you know, change the landscape of the sport. And that's what Rich did in his time. He he dominated the sport and and changed the way everyone approached their training and the way it just changed the way the game was played. Like it's a generational thing and and it happens in a lot of sports. Mm -hmm. But to me, the difference is between if you take a great player in most sports now and put them against a, their counterpart from twenty years before or ten years before, the new guy is skills wise or, or in terms of abilities, whatever is hands down generally the better performer, better athlete. Um, and that's how I see it is it's like it's not anything to take away from rich because what he did was incredible and he and we can only be the way we are now yeah, he pushed because the of, he's because pushed of what he did right yeah. and but what Matt is doing now I mean he's winning against better athletes by huger margins that have never been seen before and it's just I'm like that's that is to me it's 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 unbelievable, and he, he is without a doubt the best to ever play the game. So you're saying the whole top 10, if you look at the top 10 from this year versus the top 10 from three years ago, that's a, it's a whole new caliber of guy. Compared to like three years ago, I'd say it's probably in the top 10, yeah, I'd say that the, the, the ante gets upped every year. If you take before, let's say pre-Super Regional era or like, or like at the start of the Super Regional era, what would have been 2015, um, to make the regionals, those guys, any regionals athlete could have beat the game or like won the games in like 2010 or whatever, right? Like those guys are leaps and bounds better than the athletes who are competing at the games at sure. a certain point. So like you extrapolate that across years. And I mean, it's, it's sort of, it's not exponential growth. Like it's, it's like a, it's a limit. It's like in any sport you see things get beaten by fractions of seconds and then fractions and fractions of seconds. But guys are just – it's, it's continual improvement upwards. So everyone's getting better every year. So the guys who are, who are finishing in the top 10 now, 
like they could have stand, stood a chance to win the games in 2013 and 2014. It would be cool if they did. What if they did at every games? There was just one event that they just did at every games, so that like you could kind of metric that out. You know what I mean? Like every year you had a clean ladder, and maybe every year you increased the weights by five pounds, and you saw that people were lifting heavier, but and faster. That's how you'd have to do it, because I mean, look at benchmarks. Like at this point, benchmark workouts are for they're great for general population to measure fitness. And this is the difference between CrossFit community and CrossFit games. But in general, for a CrossFit games athlete, benchmarks ha have lost their their potency because if I can do grace, touch and go, unbroken, it's done. Like I beat the game. Right. Are, you, are you saying right. that it's not a good workout for you? It's, it's still it's a good stimulus, but it's not like if I were to try to train for something like for the games, I wouldn't, that's not a relevant exercise for me because in order to move faster at this point, I need to compromise movement. Right. And like those aren't the kind of tests we're going to see. It'd be a better test to like try to do it a little bit heavier, try to do grace and then into something else quickly with a, with a short recovery period. But some things it's just, if you, once you can do Karen unbroken, like what, where do you go? It's like getting to the 99th round in Donkey Kong. Like it's, it's sort of. Did, do you know Don? So right. you'd have to. Right. So that's what you mean, like, <laughs> Pac Man. Like if you oh, did yeah. the clean ladder, like at a certain point, there's no. You're going to be winning by like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of seconds, and it's. It might be like the person who moves poorest to try to gain an advantage in time will win, which isn't exactly what you want to test. Right. And people might hurt themselves. So if you did, yeah, a five pound increase every year, and then saw that everyone's time stayed the same year to year even though in spite of the weights getting heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier it, and it's still like that's sort of the progression and, and it still wouldn't be perfect either because if people knew that then they'd be gaming it and everyone would always be working yeah. that clean yeah. and jerk or clean ladder or whatever yeah, the, the person is, who moves cool. porous so you'd want to move well right where would you learn how well to do no because so <laughs> my prime example for this is i'm and i'm sorry to him but travis williams um uh, oh like, yeah we'll do one things, of my favorite we'll do things like he'll do Is isabel unbroken but he does this odd snatch where he doesn't actually hit any extension and he like pulls from the ground and pulls under and goes up. And in order for me, like I can do Isabel unbroken, it takes me like a minute 10. And I talked to him once and he's like, oh, he's like, you can't do Isabel under a minute. I was like, no, it's physically impossible for me to do it under a minute. I think like just, I have long range motion and like I can't snatch faster than that. I, I do it touch and go unbroken with no breaks. And he's like, oh, like you gotta do this and like, whatever and it, mm -hmm. it you at a certain point you're compromising the movement which is going to maybe potentially hurt you and what do you gain like so i can so i can shave an extra two seconds off my isabel like oh no but this I, guy I, doesn't I, compromise shit which one rich Froning. yeah no yeah i, I don't yeah. I that's don't, what i mean like yeah yeah he, he's on what, he's on your page like sometimes you I mean. see like, over sometimes you see rich doing things like almost like um not slow. That's unfair, but like his lockout to yeah, is deliberate. so fucking yeah, deliberate. But I think, so but impeccable. It's I think that's, that's what he's saying. Yeah, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with that. And I'm, awesome. I'm disagreeing. I think. That, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I think that the benchmarks are still relevant, but it's not the time that you're chasing. I think it's making creating that stimulus and being as efficient as possible. That's what's still valuable. But that's why when I said if you do the time is irrelevant. If I want to do something with benchmarks like i might do one rest two minutes into another one or yeah, something like that I, I so see so now you benefit from that movement efficiency and and being like being able to move through it conserve a little bit of energy recover fast and go and still do it fast if i can still do like like a 230 fran 
and then rest three minutes and then do another 230 Fran. That's a much more beneficial exercise than me trying to do a two minute Fran. For a games right. athlete. Yeah, oh, right, well, right, kind of like right, double right, right. You know what I mean? Like that, right. the two minute Fran makes no sense. It makes no difference to me. I, I could care less. Right. Yeah. So. Um, what's that thing on your on your right eye? What? On your eyelid. Oh, it sounds like a mole. Oh, it looks like you got shot with a BB gun and it's in there. And it's in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not that I recall, but does maybe. does um, does this does Rich know that the game has changed? Like, does he watch it from the outside and be like, "Oh fuck, this is fucking." There's next level shit. Going I'm sure, on. like he's no bozo. Like I'm sure he knows that every year, even when he was competing, every year the challenge gets harder and the challenge evolves and the athletes evolve, and he was like a massive part of that. So I think he probably watches it, and he's at a different stage in his life where he put his time in and he did his he did his thing and and i mean i i can't imagine doing that for that long barely like it's it takes a lot out of you so i think he's happy to be where he is and and sort of shift down and do some team stuff be able to spend more time with his his kids and his family now and and just change gears in his life like i'm sure that he he watches the individual competition and is happy he's not doing it he he's got a I, I wonder, really? you know, it's only natural to have this debate about, you know, Matt, Rich, who's, who's you know, who's the better athlete, who wins. That's got to, like, because it, it doesn't take anything away from Rich and this, what he's like, done for we the sport. this the other day. Yeah. It was like, just, like, one of them doesn't lose. Right. Like, if Matt beats Rich or if Rich beats Matt, it doesn't mean the other one's a loser. Right. Well, that's like your argument about two-minute frame versus a 230 frame, right? It's like, yeah. does it really matter at that point? Yeah, like like what Rich did was incomparable, and he did an awesome thing, grew the sport tremendously, and like I said, changed the way all the athletes train and compete. And then Matt picked up the mantle and dominates the sport now. And like I said the other day, that like Matt stands very tall in the sport now, and, and he stands on Rich's shoulders. Like the, Every year, the way that that generational improvement happens is because everyone has to catch up to that guy and then figure out how to do what he's doing and try to do it a little bit better. So everyone everyone builds on each other. Like it, it's a constant arms race that you build on the next person and the next person and the next person and it uh, so on into infinity like it doesn't it doesn't stop. So I, I liked how you said that the other day. Is that, that the that most cool. time you've ever spent with him here at this Ragnar race? Yeah, probably. Um would you agree with this statement that if Rich were to come back and compete that um he's the only one who has something to gain because Everyone expects Matt to win. Does, is the conventional wisdom that Matt like? Does, do you think everyone sees that that Matt is not only better than him now, but is the best ever? I don't know. It would depend who you ask. I, I think that like again because of what Rich has done around the sport, like people love him and rightly so. And I think that a lot of people want Rich to win. They got their love conflated with reality. <laughs> I yeah. I don't want to like be like that are you going to get a lot of negative dms maybe (laughs) but um i would actually say that rich has more to lose than to gain i don't think he has anything to gain he he did his thing he made his point he retired from individual competition he's he's not he's not training to be an individual anymore and i mean who's to say if they were if they both came up in the same time in the sport what would have happened who knows but that's the only way you could compare it and that's why it's all hypotheticals and kind of irrelevant how old are you I'm 27. I'll be 28 by the games. How old is Rich? Uh, I don't know. I think he's early 30s. Yeah, is he? He's 30? I think he's, he's in his 30s. 
I think he might be 30, I think, but I I don't think he's like. Yeah, he's not old. Is he done? Is he over the hill? Do you think he can come back? Do you think if he wanted to win? I don't think he would come back to individual. I don't think it would be a good idea for him either. Like I said, he. You're right. The only thing that that could happen. Because he's too old. No, all that would happen is if he he wanted to, like, put his family life on hold again and, like, come back and give it a go, which he probably doesn't. 30, 30 years old, okay. Um, The only. The only scenario in which he doesn't lose is that he comes back and wins the game at the end. Right. Every other scenario he loses. God forbid he comes back and finishes like fourth. Would that be? Would that yeah. be a bad thing? I mean, yeah. that, I think so. Why? I think it you're just, it just, right. you know what I mean? Like it just like stains a legacy. Like why would you? It's like why? Why would you come out of retirement after winning the Super Bowl MVP? You retire in the city that you played for, and what then. Was it? God, back and fourth forth. place at the games is so fucking good, but I guess when you've taken four first, first place thing, finishes, right? yeah. like it's like, and the, and the issue is that. He's, so were you disappointed when you took fourth? No, I wasn't. You were. I mean, because you did worse than the year before. It's disappointing because I, the way the weekend played out, I knew that I was able to be on the podium, and I was like, ah, it was because of mistakes that were made and whatever. It was very attainable, and I just I kind of messed it up. I said to Heber yesterday, I was like, he goes, how was it? I said, good. I go, um, it, there's not a lot of emotion, but I think it's really good. And he goes, not a lot of emotion. He's like, this guy almost started crying on camera at the games. Yeah, I think it's the games is, sort of like, <laughs> but the games is I like, like it. a culmination. Yeah, of, I mean that was after yeah of a, a massive a massive amount of training. Beat down, massive beat down. Of, yeah, like it's yeah. it's an overwhelming scenario, and it was sort of like you take. And you and you're still processing all of what's happened, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it wasn't and it wasn't like I was crying because I didn't make the podium. It was right, like right. It was like you know what, like <laughs> a lot went into this, and now, like we're here and it's done, and it's it's like kind of a, a relief, and you have to start trying to figure out where you're gonna go from here and whatever. Like it's, I had to come to terms with all that. Like how do I feel about this fourth place? And I don't, I didn't feel badly about it. Like it was, in fact, it was a a huge success to go from where I started the competition to fourth place. Like I, the oh, year, the year before I, I never had to do that. I was in the, I was in like never outside of fifth place or something like that. But to go from 36 to fourth is a, a fucking huge, huge climb that takes a long, like a lot out of you. And like all every, every event all weekend, I'm like looking to like trudge slowly all the way up. So that was a big difference. And it was like, Oh, I was proud of that. Yeah, that's amazing. I got to go. Why wait? P? I got a phone call. I got to take. Oh, Sorry. when when give me some. when <laughs> when we were taught, we were we, you and I were walking along the beach the other day. That's cute. Do you have any music you can play to this? <laughs> and we were talking about basically how y- you do, even though you're working hard, you it's you have an on season and an off season. Although you're working hard all year, and and there are some some of the things that are in there is like having a couple of beers versus no beers, right? Yeah. And then I was like, uh, well, why why wouldn't you just go for gusto? and do no beers and dial everything perfect and your response is like hey i don't want to like drive myself fucking crazy right yeah like there's a there's a limit yeah i would argue so that line must be really thin because one could argue that you're already there you're already at a pretty see but i try to do it it's so hyper extreme what you're doing already why not just just one more little (laughs) you ever heard of the straw that broke the camel's back right good point it's um, a really good point. It's it, to me, it's a difference in like I'm not. I, I do try to manage my school as much as I can, and it's it's a massive priority in my life as well. And there's no option for me. Like my school doesn't isn't structured in a way that I can just take a year off or or go do whatever I want for a little bit, and come back. 
I've got to see it all the way through and be done, and then maybe I can I can go for it, as you say. But to me, it's still a huge priority, and I, and I have to. I, I'm I'm building that into my future. I've made that decision, and and I can't turn my back on that just because of some new opportunities that come up. Um, so, yeah, like when it comes time to train for regionals and train for the games, I am very committed to it, and I do I go full ham on it, and it doesn't like I. I can you do you know what that means, Tyson? I do. Okay. I do. I'm wondering, are, are you like one of the only athletes that's not at the top who's not fully just committed to training? I mean, like, I don't who, know. Who, who else is, can you think of anyone? It's not that he's not fully committed to training. I know what you're saying. I just want to be clarified. He's fully committed to training. He's just juggling a lot of balls. Right, that's what I mean. And he's giving himself some wiggle room that other athletes don't give themselves. Right, right, right. That's what I mean. Yeah, and I mean, I'm also kind of of the mind that like decisions that I make in October to like go have a beer and go watch a hockey game with my friends, like that's not going to affect me in August. When you that makes me when you're naked in the shower with your girlfriend, does she know that that body in front of her is the third fittest man in the world? Does she ever like hold you or stare at you and just <laughs> like just be like she put her on the podcast, <laughs> just like. Um, have you ever heard her? Have you ever heard her mutter under her breath as she falls asleep? Yeah, I just did the third fittest man in the world. No, I mean, I think she appreciates it. Yeah, but uh, and also like, does she ogle you a lot? Like, do you catch her ogling you? Like, you're in the kitchen with an apron on, and she's like, you're "Like, babe, stop." On occasion, yeah, but uh, she she'll sexually harass me. She does. Yeah, I mean it's cra- it's crazy. I, I mean I think about that like there's this group of people that get to bone the fittest people in the world. And then there's those of us who don't. <laughs> and there's everybody else. Yeah. Then there's everybody else. Um, I mean, and like I said, I'm not probably, I'm not one of the fittest people on earth for half the year. And that's the difference between me. I think and a lot of athletes is that when it's time for me to go in September to January, and do a lot of school and do a lot of catching up on other things, other areas of my life. I put the time in there and I, I do keep up with my training, but I'm not peaked. I'm not like trying to so maintain you do a peak. level. Right. Here. Like you basically don't run, right? I, I don't run until probably like April. Like really don't run. Yeah. Like when's the last time you ran? Uh, well, it's different because I've been here. So I ran a little bit yesterday. I'm going to run a bit today. When I'm somewhere warm, I will. But I have winter from like November to April. <laughs> I'm like I'm not going to go run outside. Right. And I absolutely hate treadmill running. So I just won't. And I don't have a true form or an assault runner that I can run on. What are your parents? Does your dad trip on you? What does your dad think of you? Like, did your dad have a body like you and your brothers? My dad was a diver. Oh. So, yeah, it's kind of how I got into and, acrobatics and stuff. And that's so. some hardcore man shit. Diving's gnarly. So he's cool. He's got some fun. Fun, fun Where did he dive? Uh, he dove in university back in Alberta. Like oh, in off a board. Yeah, he was a tower diver. Oh, okay. I thought so it was like, like diving. Like, like scuba diving. Coordination comes from, huh? Yeah, no, he was like a tower diver. That's um, cool. Yeah, that's how my brother and I got into like gymnastics and acrobatics. So he has these expectations of you just to, to man up and be just gnarly. I don't, be strong as fuck. <laughs> I don't know if it's expectations. I think they're kind of imagined expectations that you're like, oh man, like, I want to do this, like make my parents proud or whatever. Like they're proud of you regardless. Like they're pumped. They love coming to the games and they've never missed a regional or the games since I've been going. So since 2014, but, uh, do you so have a bad, si- is there a bad sibling in the group? A bad sibling? Yeah. 
You don't have like a uh, someone who's like in rehab or no, no. in and out of jail or no. My like I said, my older brother works for Cirque du Soleil. My younger brother's a mechanic back home, plays lacrosse. Like everyone's kind of well adjusted. We have a pretty good family. Like, Earning a living system. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you saw the games documentary yesterday. I did. Um, I was so excited for you to see it, especially. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to give away too much, but were you? Did you walk away proud? Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. Like I said, I'm proud of the way I performed at the games and managed the situation. I'm proud of the way that I dealt with the aftermath of that uh, scandal. So, um, scandal. I think I'm, I'm. I'm happy with the way, and I mean, I'm happy with the way you guys presented it. I think it it's good. Like nothing's hidden. It's a it's a good storyline, and the 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 movies plays really well. So there's you're, a, you're the only person. It's kind of cool. Pat Pat's the only person who's seen it. I mean, how many people have seen it total? The, the, there's like, there's the director. If, if you of the didn't film. work on it, then you didn't, you haven't seen it. Yeah, like, you're the only Ooh. one. Not even Greg. What an honor. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said Careful, that. Careful, but... Jesus Christ, get us fired. <laughs> not even Dave. <laughs> not even Dave. <laughs> while we're throwing, <laughs> while we're digging our grave. That's not true. Dave has seen it. Um, but it's good. There's yeah. a shot at the end where you're running towards the camera in slow mo. <laughs> yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Do you I love that? You <laughs> love that? Hey. hey. You need to get that and just loop that in your in your girlfriend's phone. <laughs> I would love to have one moment in my copy. life. Give me a copy of that. I would love to have one hey, we'll, moment in my life like that. We'll it get, was, we'll it, get was, it, uh, it was it's epic looking. Yeah, it's for sure. For for me, it's the shot of the twenty seventeen games. It's and it's, it's you. Unreal. Yeah, it's the composition. It's the there's 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 so the much, weather. Yeah, there's so much about it, and it's held insane. for an abnormally long amount of time. You're like hey. Jesus. <laughs> Hey. So did Velner pay us to hold this shit? <laughs> There's something amazing about it. I mean, you're and you're, you're ten you're, pounds leaner than you are now. You're all shredded. I and know. Shit. I know. You're Thanks by yourself, like shit, <laughs> running in slow motion. It's raining, dumpy. You and you and and one of my favorite parts about it is solo. He yeah. He well, he's solo, and he looks over his shoulder. To find out who's on his heels, mm -hmm. and there's nobody there. Hey, when it's, you're in third thirty, that's absurd. When you're in thirty six, the there was no, <laughs> there was no one four guys who drowned <laughs> behind you. Yeah, <laughs> he's I was trying to figure out how slow I could his, run and still be fine. checking to see if the teams <laughs> were on his heels that they had started yet. If the pace car was going to run them that. over, hey, that's they don't know that. Hey, no, that shot. It's for me. It's the shot of the games. It does look like it you're in first cool place. There, there's it's something about, I don't know. It's just it's it's a special shot, and and with the way the scandal, to use your word, mm -hmm. um, there's something kind of cool about the fact that they nailed that shot. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it personifies the <laughs> games a little bit for me. Yeah, it's right? kind of that's kind of what I mean, right? There's <laughs> yeah. like a there's something symbolic almost. Yeah. About it. So now everyone's gonna have to tune in and watch to know what we're talking about. It, it yeah. it's interesting because you're not in the movie a lot, and yet it. It, you're the most memorable person in the movie to me because of the way it ends. I mean, they do, they kill it. Oh, wow. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Wait a sec. Go. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> We're in big trouble so, for like, this. People aren't even watching anymore. <laughs> look at. Can someone look at that URL and steal and steal? No, I'm not cutting away to it yet. Okay. Don't play it, by the way. Right, let's just. <laughs> Look, he's good, scared though. of yeah, he's that, scared of Heber and Marsden and Mariah the Wrath the director's wrath. Ooh. Oh. Um. But yeah, it's good. I don't know. There's some there's some good parts. I have some. If you were Ricky, I make some good comments in the movie. 
If you, you th- yes, you do. Oh no no! He, oh, you were hilarious he, too you, in the movie. I thought it was so funny. Thank you. The whole room erupted the first time you come on. <laughs> uh, I don't know shit about that. Is that what he said? Yeah, totally something like that. that. Yeah. Brilliant. Anyways, well well delivered. Would you like to see? Um, we, we we talked we talked yesterday. Um, about about how it would be cool. If, um, you could get the met the original medal and and the, and the awards for the events. Like, hey, those belong to you. No hard feelings, but just mail those over stateside. Do you call Canada stateside? Probably not. Um, and <laughs> super. But is there anything else? Like, is there like, is there? I don't want to sound like a fucking sissy, but is there anything else like you you would like from him? Like. Not really. Like, honestly... Like, do you want him to make that, a post that says, hey, I know Vellner wasn't on roids. That's why he didn't beat me. No, but, yeah. <laughs> e- even the... Just the, like, the... Um, what do I want to say? The thought, like, the thought of actually trying to reach out would mm-hmm. have been nice. Right. Like, even whatever, without the medal and the trophies and whatever. Oh, so he, he's like, for never... Him to, no, he's never tried to contact me or touch base at all. Really? Yeah. So. Wow, that's surprising. I made the assumption that that had happened. No, no. So that's, uh, I think that's, that's small as a person to like not do that. Right. I feel like, um, but anyway, uh, How do you, like, right. Like I feel that, like that's, that's sort that, of like, like I'm not very... joking. Like I, I, I just automatically assumed that that must've, must've happened a while. Did back. you like him at the games? Like when you're I hanging with him? I didn't mind him. He's a like reasonable dude. Young, like young kid. Um, but yeah, good athlete, and I don't know. I had nothing wrong with that. He's like funny. I mean, did he's, you... like, he's an Aussie guy. Like, right? He's good, easy, easy going. Like, fairly easy to chat to. Friendly. Yeah, yeah. Friendly enough. Nice. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like, yeah, like people, I had no, I had no, have... no qualms with him. Like he was a good, good enough dude. Like I, I would cheer for him if I wasn't competing against him. That's a, right. That's what I was gonna say. People, people around here have great things to say about him it was he was great. i think, I think he it, was so easy to work with i think it left people like kind and of his conflicted brother. to be honest yeah. with you to like yeah you want to like him to right? tell this like, right and like there was a story to tell and we we had to tell it but i but i think because he is a good dude yeah you know um who just so, I mean, I, made a mistake i think it left people a little bit and how you react how you behave after the mistake i think that was the is, biggest thing for me is it like mistakes can be made he's a young guy made a bad decision but there was no very little ownership and very little, I think, in the way of managing it. It just sort of left a bad taste, and uh, I don't know. I, maybe that's just me because I'm on one side of it. But it was. Uh, I thought that that it could have been done much better, and and would have left people feeling a little better about the whole situation. Like you chose a sport in high school where you had to wear tights, and and you've accepted that. As, yeah. You know. Hey. <laughs> why not? I'm surprised. I don't know why everybody doesn't do it. <laughs> You, you know, you're not, you're, you just is, just is. You were a young man, you made just, some bad choices. Just, yeah, yeah, it just is. You're not hiding the fact you were a gymnast and you wore tights seven days a week. I know, people love it. Yeah. Um. Will you do better at the games this year than last year? I'm going to try my best to. Like, I want to say I will. I Like, I want to say I will do better, whether in terms of, whether it's not in terms of placing, but I'll perform better at the games. You'll be faster, smarter, stronger. It's the plan. Better endurance. I think that it's like, again, you can't control what any other athletes are doing in the meantime because they will also be all of those things, hopefully. But I think we had this conversation at regionals last year when you said you just generally ask people, are you fitter than last year? And if you can't answer that yes, then you've, you've done a bad job. 
Like that's what we're doing. That's what the that's what the rest of the fields do. All the metrics go up. You that's what you should be trying to accomplish. I mean, it depends who you are. Like let's say you're Sam Briggs and you can afford to maybe like cut a little bit on your aerobic side and put on a little bit of strength. So maybe your aerobic metric goes down and that's what's hard about trying to balance everything in CrossFit is you might have to figure out like, wow, well, you know what, like which, how many events are there? How many events are generally geared towards this or that? And like, where can I afford to maybe lose a little bit? And where do I need to pick up if you have to make that choice? But I, ideally you can at least preserve, say your engine and then just slowly build your strength. And it's just a longer process as opposed to like the process. Are you from Canada? Yeah. It's process. Process. Okay. <laughs> Hey, that reminds me. Does process sound weird to you? No, it's fine. It's, it's, I understand. Process sounds weird to me. <laughs> I understand it reminds, it reminds me of a, of, a, of a great line from Matt in the upcoming documentary. And he says, he says, I train all year not to have a wheelhouse. Yeah. And I think, I think for certain athletes, you're right. I think, uh, I think it's okay to. Yeah. If you're, if you're leaps and bounds ahead in certain things then you can maybe afford to knock a little bit of that off and, and right. try to improve in certain areas to, to level it a bit. Yeah. And it's not to say like you want to lose that, but maybe don't train it as much and train more of this and slowly try to build this up to catch up yep. instead of trying to do this thing. Yeah. But Could you wear a different shoe, a different Reebok shoe if you wanted, or do you have to wear the eight or whatever that is? That's like, the, oh, these, the seven. Like at the game? The seven, yeah. Could you wear the Nano too? Yeah. You could. Yeah. just has to be Reebok shoe. Yeah. Is that? Did you like that shoe? Uh, I did like that shoe. The seven. The weaves. The sevens were a little stiffer than the weaves. What's your What's your favorite one? Tough to say. I like the six. Um, I actually did like the weaves a lot, but I, it's certain things. Like I think that there's like this misconception that your CrossFit shoe needs to be able to do everything, and like you, it's you're not gonna have a, a shoe that you can lift really well in and feel super comfortable in, and you're gonna run super well in and feel super comfortable right. in. You're gonna give up something on either end, no matter what. So like the the new eights are so, much softer than the sevens. But like if all you had to do is like barbell cycle, the sevens are an awesome shoe. They're just yeah. stiff. Like I wouldn't want to like run or box jump in them or something like that, or stand and coach in them for hours. Right. But it, for certain things, it's great. And same with Bless the eights. You. Like if I go to squat super heavy in them, I sometimes if I fall a little forward and get a bit toesy, I can feel they're soft and like I, I like I push forward a bit. But like yeah. if it's outside of that, like whatever. So it just depends. It's sort of it's again like you can't you can't improve all metrics on something because you have to give up something on one end. To, yeah. Do you um do you know more about cramping than ever before since you had that incident? Like, no. did you go home and Still research the fuck? Oh, okay. Actually, well, I know I know like reasons why people cramp. Um, like in terms of like what your calcium levels are like or things like that. Like physiologically, I understand the mechanisms. Could you have just taken a shot of apple cider vinegar before the race and you'd have been fine? Probably not. Oh. But um, that's like one of those things you read on the internet. Oh, believe all that stuff. Then it's definitely true. <laughs> um, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we've covered it all. Talked about showering. Satisfied. Yeah. Um, do you wear deodorant? I do. Every day. Yeah. You wore deodorant today. I did. Well, you don't seem like the kind of guy who wears deodorant. No. <laughs> what does that mean? He's just kind of granoly and <laughs> like like I don't wear deodorant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just you see don't it. no. Really? No. Oh. Just that natural. You, do I smell a lot? You look like the kind of guy who would. <laughs> no, I don't. Sure you do. No, I don't wear deodorant. Do you wear deodorant? Or... Yes. Do you wear deodorant at the games? Yeah, like I'll put some on in the morning. Maybe throw some in my gym bag if we're going to be there all day. But 
I feel like I'm not not slapping it on every couple of minutes. I'm not sure what the. If, I feel I feel like I'm being accused here. Yeah. Why, no, why, why, why don't why? why don't you wear deodorant? <laughs> uh, do I do you, do I ever smell to you? No, I've never noticed. Yeah. So just because you don't keep the chemicals off, off you. Yeah. yeah, just like I mean, I have to really be doing something like. Like. You know, like sometimes you work out, you shower, and you like you smell. You're like, holy fuck, I still smell. Mm-hmm. Like that'll happen to me once a month, and I have I own deodorant, and I'll throw some on. Wow, you just saving money? No, I just like I'm not. I was barefoot for two years. Like there was a time in my life where I didn't have to wear shoes, so I didn't. I'm not a tool of the man. I'm my uh, own <laughs> conscious entity. <laughs> I see. Speaking of conscious entities, if you want to finish on something truly. Um, Dear to my heart, did you see uh, Emily Abbott's most recent post about sex? I don't know if I did. Oh, well, let's, uh, let's pull it up. Because <laughs> I'm sure that's good. Do you know she's the heaviest hey. female athlete at the CrossFit Games? Yeah, I've heard that. I remember being surprised because a few of the ladies are a bit taller than she is. but And she's lean. Yeah, yeah I would never think that too. I, I like that quality. She's as cool as they come, huh? Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> she's yeah. good shit. So uh, first, I want to preface this. I, w- I want to say the other day she did a live stream. I did not see it um, on Instagram, and some of my friends saw it, and they were like, "Dude, what the fuck was going on with Emily Abbott? Was she on hallucinogenics or like the guy she was with was definitely off his fucking rocker?" No, I didn't see it. But then to see, this is like really the place. This is like college shit. As soon as you do hallucinogenics, you start getting into these kind of like <laughs> Shiva, Shiva, Mama, Hari Krishna creatures, and so like it's just a correlation. But let's scroll down a little bit. This is about feminine energy. So she, she wrote this? Yeah, I, I believe so. And she says some I really smart... It's good. She's, she's like an English lit major, hey? It's very well written. Um, and she talks about female energy and male energy. And she says about how they're both within both of us, you know, men and women. Even Tyson has some female energy. I mean, even Tyson has some male energy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. What, what, go, what, 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 this is on her website, Ooh. Abbott the Red. Uh, scroll down a little bit, Eric. See, I don't know. I only just read a tiny bit of that. She says you can't, she, basically what she's saying is like, hey, don't be upset if you're a woman that's, you know, and you don't like female energy characteristics or if you're a man and you don't like See, male what energy characteristics. I don't like is that she defined f- female and male energy into specific characteristics. She doesn't like it either. Okay. She, I, was, I don't I think just she read likes, that and I was yeah. like, huh. So you're saying like male energy characteristics are like direction, organization, like yeah. That's but she's saying a that lot of those people would have a serious problem. But with but, that. but right. she, you have to think of men as differently. I think from what I'm reading from read her it, is different than like you're a man and she's a woman. These are just two pieces that are in every single human being. Right. That is what she's saying. Okay, because she's like that's what she's saying. She's like, hey, I have fucking direction and blah blah. blah but yeah, she gets into it. But keep going down. Eric, a little bit more. Uh, reclaim your erotic self. Number two. It is your birthright to experience glorious, glorious healing sex. You can do this in a relationship or alone. Discover sexual pleasure on your own terms. How do you like to be touched? What makes you feel sexy? Do you know your body? Have you showered with Patrick Vellner? What smells, sights, and sounds are pleasurable to you? What food makes you moan as it touches your tongue? Does does a, no food makes me moan as it touches my tongue except like fucking habanero? <laughs> and that's the wrong kind of moan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not down, <laughs> Emily. You lost me. Surround yourself with pleasure, which you give you, 
which will give you so much more life force. Sounds like you got to tune into the next post. Sounds like I need her on the podcast. See, look, my it next post like will go into Santa specifics. Cruz. This is very, uh, this is very Santa Cruz. Well, she's seeing a guy from California somewhere, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Or at least, like, was the last time I spoke to her. I'm not sure. And then I liked it. I didn't. I, didn't, I haven't. Re- I never got this far. I just read the sex part like four times. But this. <laughs> but I like number four: surrender to a relationship because. Um, I, I think we touched about that one of the other podcasts. We were talking about heartbreak. Like, I think heartbreak is so fucking important. I think it's so important to have your, like, go into relationships and not be afraid to have your heart broken. It's just, like, just kept making me a better and better person. Mm-hmm. Not a better CrossFitter. No, she's sharp. She's, she's a thinker, you know? Can we look and at And a some, good writer. Like, very good communicator. Can we look I at think, some pictures uh, of her now? Yeah. Let's finish the show on some on some feminine. Actually, like I always like talking to. to, to, I want to read that. I always like talking to Emily because she's got a an interesting manner of speaking because she's like a very well versed in the English language, and she makes cool references and cool. uh, She's like like an interesting. I don't know what you want to call it, like cadence to her speech. She's she. There's a freedom about her. You just feel kind of free around her, right? I see. This is the picture that the person used when I said Emily and I were dancing in the background to uh, um, Brent's money gun. Oh, nice! That was the the cutout they used for her, and mine was the same one that's in the the games profile, like where my like oh, from right. 2016, where my hair is like a little bit. Let me see the one with her in the white tank top up picture, there. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's a great photo. Oh, and look at she has is she. What is that tattoo of? She's got some like hippie shit on her arm too, right? Yeah, it's like Native American and something else, something not Native American. Aha, the librarian. I mean, she got all the looks. <laughs> there you go. Next guest, though. Yeah, Ooh. we've been trying. We've been trying. She's hard. I'd like to have her and Ronnie Teasdale on at the same time. Yeah. Oh wow, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Uh, is her balling? Oh, there's one of her playing ball. Boom. You guys know that she was a university basketball player? I had no idea. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah just punch that girl in the nose. Oh, yeah. Then just take awesome. the ball. Wow. Get is out that, of here. Do you know that? Or are you just no, saying just, it, that is what it looks like, though? I'm just building the scenario. Thank oh, you. Oh, I'm look sure at this. Did. Her, like, in some, like, dress. What is this? You're right. It probably was a headbutt. There she is at prom. <laughs> Man, the internet, hey? Like, wow, look at, out of- look at her hair. How much hairspray? Go back down a little bit. How much hairspray did it take to uh, get that? Go back to that one that you just had open. All right, forget it. Internet pictures from everywhere, hey? She's great. She's at the Home Depot. You get points for that. <laughs> she's hilarious. She she uh, She's the kind of person you just want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Is she tan? She's a lot of fun. I think she can get a little color. More than me, probably. Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah. You know, I've... Can't win them all. All right, off to the update show. Can't all be first round draft picks, you know? <laughs> I want to know if they ask you about showering on the update show. Will you text me? Sure. What should I answer? You should be consistent. <laughs> what did I say? I shower, but I, I do shower. You shower. We weren't talking about you showering. We weren't talking about you showering alone. No, you never admitted to actually showering. It was just implied. <laughs> I stand oh, in oh, the shower. Only, only that you wear deodorant daily. Yeah. Which implies that awesome. I don't shower. Thank you. Hey, my pleasure. I want to find out why Matt walked out of here. <laughs> <laughs>